Hello, it is Adrienne here to introduce you into today's interview. I am so excited that I finally get to share this episode that I recorded with Melissa. It was a great conversation about the Creighton Method, my experience using the Creighton Method and a little bit, and then her experience with the method, how she became a fertility awareness practitioner using it and what her journey has been, as well as a great discussion on the menstrual cycle and understanding your body and how powerful that can be for women. So I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode as much as I did recording it. Before we get started, I do want to disclaim that today's episode in this podcast is never meant to diagnose or be direct medical information for anyone to use. So please always consult your trusted healthcare providers and talk with any kind of practitioners or educators about your specific health and menstrual cycle for assistance. And without further ado, let's go ahead and start today's episode with Melissa. Enjoy. All right, welcome back to Making Better Bites. It's your host, Adrienne, here with another guest today. And I don't know where this is going to fall in the lineup, but I've been trying to have on a variety of practitioners in the field of fertility awareness in general talking about women's menstrual cycles and um, their health. And there's just so many different options. So I want to hear from lots of different people. Um, But personally, Creighton is definitely closer to my heart um, just because I have been using this method for four years now. And it's kind of how I got started in my fertility general or fertility journey in general. Um, I didn't know anything about my cycle before. So um, yeah, I love to share about it specifically but even with that experience I am definitely not like an expert or have like all the technical background so I'm really happy today thrilled that um, Melissa was able to join us and talk about um, her background in being a Creighton fertility care practitioner so welcome Melissa thank you for coming on today thank you so happy to be here and always grateful for the opportunity to spread the good news about Creighton because I love it and talk about it all the time, which is why I ended up becoming a practitioner. Um, but yeah, I'm here in Miami, Florida with my husband and our son and our daughter on the way due on Christmas Day. And um, thank you. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and a Creighton fertility care practitioner, among other things. But those are the two things that I spend most of my work hours doing. And I love them both so much and also how they just beautifully go together with caring for our mind, body, and soul, um, and reproductive health, and uh, all of these important aspects of our wellness. So i um, excited to talk about Creighton today. Yeah, yes, I love that. Thank you. Um, so how did you then get started in being a Creighton practitioner? So I, um, I did not grow up knowing about fertility awareness methods. I was similar to you. I didn't really know anything about my cycle besides that I got a period and it was a little Mm -hmm. inconvenient and Mm -hmm. I didn't have any appreciation for my body and what it was doing every month and all of the changes that was going through day to day. Um, But I first heard about it in the context of natural family planning when I was in grad school. So this was maybe 2015 and um, I, I was studying to be a marriage and family therapist, but there was a medical students um, association, a pro-life group, and they had a couple come on to talk about natural family planning. 
um, and what a gift it was. And I was just completely mind blown um, that I had never heard anything about this before. And um, the medical students were trying to learn from the medical perspective how they could help their patients one day after they finished school um, to learn about their cycles and to be educated in that. And so that was my first introduction. And then I was, I was single at the time and I didn't have any cycle issues, so I didn't have a need to start charting at that time. Um, but the only method specifically that I was a little familiar with that I heard of after that was Creighton because that's what my friends were using. I had a friend who um, was becoming a practitioner at that time, and so she was teaching our other friends. So Creighton was just like the, the one in our community. And I was so eager and so excited about it, and I couldn't wait for the time when it would be relevant to me, when I would start using it. And so as soon as my husband and I got engaged in 2017, 2017, 20, yeah, 2017, um, we got engaged in July, and then we started learning Creighton together in September, um, and our wedding was in April of 2018. So we had a good uh, six, seven, eight months um, to learn as a couple, and he would come to all the sessions with me, which was really beautiful, and um, so I learned about it, and I just couldn't believe that there was so much about my body that was happening every day that I didn't know about, and so I got so passionate about it, and I would talk to everybody about it, and I would try to encourage people to get off of the pill, and to learn about their body, and to start charting their cycles, um, and to use this for whatever purposes they needed, and so I was like, all right, I'm already talking about this like 24-7, so I should, I would love to become a practitioner if the opportunity arises, um, but it's a big investment of time and money, and, and it takes a lot of work to become a practitioner, so I just kind of had that in the back of my mind. I had just finished grad school to become a therapist, so it wasn't exactly in the forefront of my mind of like, this is a top priority of what I want to do work-wise, um, but I just knew it was in my heart, it was something that I prayed about, and then the opportunity came up. A friend of mine who knew how passionate I was about it um, her mother-in-law had a, a scholarship um, opportunity for someone to come and get trained as a practitioner at a new education center that had popped up to train Creighton practitioners. And so she was like, it's next month in New York. Can you come? And I was like, wow. perfect. Yeah, sounds great. So I started my training in um, 2019 and finished it in 2020 and became a practitioner um, and have been working with clients since then. And I have loved every bit of it. Wow, that's awesome. Quite the journey. But that's really cool that it was paired that they were pairing up with like medical students and things um, in the medical yeah. field, because it's definitely something I think mm -hmm. that's been lacking for a long time, as far as women's health and like reproductive health in general, just making sure that people understand like from the beginning of when um, they start having a menstrual cycle and understanding yeah. all of the aspects that go into it. So that's really cool that it was introduced to you that long ago. Yeah, it should be something that is taught to us in that minor itty-bitty health class that, you know, yeah. maybe some kids get in fifth grade or something. And all yes. I remember being taught was, like, you get a period every month. I don't remember learning anything substantial, and I wish that we um, would do a better job at teaching young girls about what's happening with their body and, and guys, too, because it's relevant to them just as much, but... It is so important to teach um, people what's happening with their health as much as possible. 
Yeah, for sure. Especially even from such a young age and taking away the stigma and embarrassment of like talking about it yeah. and that it's a normal health thing. And then, yeah, incorporating guys, like you said, your um, fiance at the time was also yeah. helpful in your Creighton um, journey, as was my husband. And just having a supportive partner um, when it comes to like sex health and reproductive health is really beneficial. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I love talking about it, too. Um so we've mentioned then like the Creighton method and like why you became a practitioner, but can you explain to people who have literally never heard of it or don't know about fertility awareness, um, what specifically is the Creighton method? What does it mean? Yes. So fertility awareness-based methods are ways of understanding your body and the day-to-day changes that are happening in your cycle um, and to identify both health markers, markers of your reproductive health, and also identifying when you're fertile and when you're infertile. So these fertility awareness methods can um, be used by single women or married women. They can be used for um, the purposes of family planning. So a lot of times the terminology of natural family planning will be used kind of um, in the same way as a fertility awareness method. And natural family planning is a use of a fertility awareness-based method. So Um, when we're looking at those methods, it's identifying the days of fertility and infertility for both health and family planning purposes. And so it can be used for avoiding pregnancy, achieving pregnancy, or just monitoring and managing a woman's health. Um, So any woman can use these methods from the day that her first period ever starts as a teenager um, until the time she hits menopause. It can and should really be used because there's so much information that we gain from that. So within the umbrella term of fertility awareness-based methods or natural family planning, depending on the use, there's lots of different methods and lots of different approaches. So the Creighton Fertility Care System is one of those models, and there's different, um, different biomarkers that each of the models look at. So some of them look at cervical mucus, some of them look at temperature, some of them look at hormonal changes throughout the cycle, some look at a combination two or three of all those biomarkers. So Creighton specifically focuses on cervical mucus, and when you said like it's great to get acquainted and comfortable with even talking about and thinking about all these things happening in our body, it's really interesting how uncomfortable people are even thinking about the fact that they have cervical mucus. Um, And I've had women say like, but I don't want my husband to come and hear about my cervical mucus. And I'm like, oh my gosh, well, we need to work on that to start with because we should be in awe and um, being able to have appreciation and gratitude for the gift of our bodies and what's happening within them. And cervical mucus is not something gross or dirty or anything. It's a natural um, experience that women go through every month if their body is healthy and so we get very comfortable talking about cervical mucus and periods Mm -hmm. and all kinds of things and I even like now that it's so second nature to me I forget that that's not a normal thing that people will talk about every day and I'll talk about it like very publicly very loudly and if I'm with someone who's not in this field or not comfortable with it as much like can you not say mucus so loud because like there's people around us and I'm like oh all right (laughs) I'll, I'll tone it down a little bit but we should really be comfortable with these things because it's natural and it's good and it's beautiful. Um, but yes, yeah, so basically Creighton is a model and it, the approach is looking at the changes in our cervical mucus day to day to identify fertile days versus infertile days. 
we get lots of information about the woman's health, like in and of itself, and then she can use that information to family plan as well. Love it. Yes. The Creighton method has taught me a lot about my body, positive things, things that were not great and have yeah. now I've been able to heal. And so that's what I mm-hmm. love about having, yeah, understanding your biomarkers. It's incredible how much information yes. you can get from that. Yeah. Um, what do you feel like the benefits are of using something like Creighton method over um, maybe synthetic birth control or an IUD or any other form of, well, we'll start with that first. Well, I could talk about birth control for like the rest of my life. So <laughs> I'll try to summarize. Um, the benefits are endless. There are so many benefits because the thing with birth control, if you're a woman of reproductive age, you have probably had a doctor tell you you should be on birth control for one reason or another. Um, Mm -hmm. I was personally on birth control for various reasons as a teen. And one of the reasons was because I had hormonal acne. Um, Someone in my family told me, oh, this person I know went on this brand of birth control to clear up their acne and it worked. So why don't you try that? And so I went to the doctor and said, I have acne. I want this brand of birth control. And they were like, cool, here it is. And for me, it it did help with my acne. So it did take Mm -hmm. away the symptom that I was experiencing. But there's so many things wrong with that. Um, Birth control is used as a band-aid for women for every single issue that a woman ever has. So if a woman has PMS, here's birth control. If she has PMDD, here's birth control. If she has painful periods or um, is having a period for three weeks long, here's birth control. Um, And it's it's often come it it's often described as like a solution to the problem so for example i have a client who was having three week long periods and um she is on she was on birth control um and was told like here's birth control and this will fix your problem you will no longer have three week long periods and you won't be bleeding for most of your life and mm-hmm. so of course like that's what she wants she doesn't want to be right. bleeding and and it did take away her symptom. But the issue with that is that it's such a band-aid solution. So yes, your symptom is alleviated, but why are you bleeding for three weeks every month? That's not normal. And so if we ignore whatever issue is causing that, that issue is still happening in her body. It's just not causing the symptom. And so although symptoms are very uncomfortable and unpleasant, we need symptoms because they're telling us that something's wrong in our body. So instead of saying, like, I'm going to shut my body up and stop listening to it and cover it up and um, just ignore that there was ever a problem to start with, let me take birth control. My symptoms will go away. I can forget about it. But there's still an issue happening within the body. So especially things like endometriosis or PCOS, a lot of women with these really serious reproductive health issues are prescribed birth control because they have significant and... um, significant symptoms that are interfering with their life. Like I have friends who have endometriosis, clients with endometriosis who can't get out of bed for days when they have their Mm -hmm. period because of the way that that presents for them in their body. And when they were prescribed birth control, their symptoms went away, but the whole time endometriosis is getting worse and it's being Mm -hmm. unaddressed. And so these things that are happening within the body, your body deserves care and um, true healthcare, which is looking at what's wrong and how can we help your body get healthy. And so taking birth control for any of these issues 
um, like these health issues is never going to treat the problem. It's never going to make the problem go away. It just might make you forget about it, which actually is a lot worse because then that problem is still kind of festering inside and probably getting worse over time. Um, if anything, it's just going untreated, which is going to have other other effects. And then on the other side, like let's let's say if someone is using birth control for the the other intended purpose of avoiding pregnancy, there's just so many better options from that because when you take the birth control pill, you're shutting down a healthily functioning. So let's say like the woman's body is healthy and her reproductive system is healthy and there isn't any concerns with it. So now when I take birth control, I'm shutting down a, a natural function of my body and stopping my body from working the way that it's supposed to. There's always going to be repercussions of that. If I stop my body from functioning the way that it should, something else is going to happen in my body because that, that's not the way that it was designed to function. And so there's lots of side effects of using the birth control pill, um, but the pill in and of itself is just unhealthy for women. So if you care about health and you care about what you're putting in your body, there's a lot of people who are very mindful of what they eat, um, chemicals that they use at home, or you know, trying to eliminate toxins, eliminate things that are harmful for our body, but not realizing that there's such harmful um, artificial hormones and chemicals and other things in the birth control pill that are so bad for our body. It's listed, um, by the FDA as a carcinogen, a class A carcinogen. So it's something that we know is linked with cancer. Um, and so, I mean, that in and of itself, if you're mindful of your health, there's so many better ways. If you need to avoid pregnancy, you can learn about your body, become educated about when you're fertile and avoid intercourse on those days. Exactly, yes, I love that. Um, so we've talked about too that there's even aside from like those synthetic forms of birth control, there's other types of fertility awareness that you can follow as well. What about Creighton specifically? Um, like what kind of person or situation or anything do you feel like there's someone that it would be best for or like people maybe that it might not work for if people are interested in hearing more about it? Sure. So I wouldn't say that there's anyone who wouldn't work best for. Um, when I was, well, I'll, I'll explain that in a minute, but when okay. I first got started, I had mentioned that like my friends were using Creighton, my friend was a Creighton practitioner, so it just was natural for me to use it. I didn't really have awareness that there was even other methods, and so um, it, I didn't I didn't process or think through like what are going to be my what's going to be the best option for me? Why do I want to use this? It just happened naturally. But now that I'm a practitioner, now that I decided to continue using Creighton to teach Creighton, um, learn about the other methods, see which one. Because I, you know, I could easily at any time switch to using another method at this point. Mm -hmm. And so there are definitely a few reasons why I um, choose Creighton above other methods. So the first one is that it is one-on-one -on -one education based. So when you have a Creighton, when you start using Creighton, start learning it and start um, charting, you're working with a practitioner one-on-one. -on -one. So when I started learning, I had no idea anything about my body, my practitioner friend whose name is Sarah I started meeting with her we would have one-on-one -on -one sessions with my fiance at the time as well um, but everything was personalized and customized and she would sit down with the two of us individually and say like okay here's what I see in your chart here are some things that could be concerning here are some things that you can ask um, a doctor and 
it was just so helpful to have her support. Anytime I had a question, I knew I could call her, email her, text her. She was very accessible. And I also try to be as accessible as possible to my clients because I know that it can be tricky to learn about your body and it can be confusing. And I want people to be successful in understanding what's going on with their body and to be able to use the method um, successfully and appropriately and without a problem and to feel confident in that. So I love, that's the first part of it that I love that some methods and everybody's different with that. So that's like, that's a personal choice. There are some people I know who would rather take an online class learn it, do it themselves, not deal with the teacher personally. And so that's fine. That's not the way that Creighton works. Um, and that's, a, to me, a huge benefit that I had someone who, if I had a question, I could call them and ask at any time. And in the transition from using it just to chart my cycle during engagement versus when my husband and I got married and were using it for family planning purposes, I texted my practitioner every single day of my honeymoon. It was like, now I'm confused because I'm using it for a different purpose and now I need a little bit extra help and I thought it was a pro, but now there's been a seasonal change and women have so many seasonal changes, whether it's that or whether it's choosing to go from maybe you just had a baby and now you're postpartum and the cycle looks different or um, you were achieving pregnancy, now you're avoiding or you were avoiding, now you're achieving or whatever the change is, we go through so many different seasonal changes or maybe all of a sudden, like I have a client who just her cycle disappeared and she stopped having a cycle for three years. Um, and the, so like there are, there's health issues going on there. There's a reason why her body stopped cycling, why she stopped ovulating, we stopped having a period. And so whenever anything new comes up, you can always contact your practitioner, ask for help, set up an additional meeting, um, and continue asking questions until you get it and it makes sense to you and you receive all the help that you need. So that is the number one um, thing that I really love about Creighton. The next thing is that is the health aspect. So there are, I mean, in many of the other methods, you're going to get information that's relevant to your health. But if you're learning it on your own or if you... Um, don't have a practitioner necessarily, you might not know what you're looking at. So for example, when I was charting during engagement, there were things that came up in my chart. I thought, I always thought my, my cycles were perfectly normal. I never had any issues. I never noticed anything problematic. But when I started charting, my practitioner, knowing what she knew from her education, was able to say like, actually, there are a few things here that I'm noticing that could be concerning for the future when you start trying to um, grow your family and start trying to conceive. And so I, I never would have looked at my chart and noticed that. So if I didn't have that feedback from her, but also just like the health awareness that Creighton gives as to educators and um, the things that we learn to look out for, that is invaluable information. And in addition to that, there are doctors and medical professionals who are trained in Creighton. So Creighton kind of has two arms. There's the practitioner side and then there's the medical consultant side. So a practitioner would be me who doesn't have a medical background but is trained to educate women in what's happening with their cycles, how to chart, and how to interpret the charts. But then when I see something that's problematic or concerning in someone's chart, I refer them to a natural technology doctor, which stands for natural procreative technology, and this is a doctor who's been trained in Creighton. So we have Creighton doctors who are trained to then take the charts and say, okay, you're having a period for three weeks. Let's look at your charts 
and let's do some testing and let's figure out why that's happening so that we can work from the root cause, heal your body so that the symptom is alleviated because that's a goal for sure, but that also your body is getting healthy and we're not just masking the symptom and ignoring the problem. So that is to me a huge, huge benefit um, for women having cycle issues. I just was emailing with a mom. I'm going to start working with her teen. Um, the teen is having lots of cycle issues and her doctor recommended her to start charting with Creighton so that they could figure out what is happening. And so the charting, the chart that you have where you're charting your cycle becomes a medical record. The doctors can look at that. And so for me, I was charting for two years, um, two years before my husband and I started trying to conceive. And then we noticed that we were having trouble conceiving. And so um, through I took two years worth of charts to my NAPRO Creighton doctor, and she was able to look at it, assess it, do some tests, figure out why we weren't conceiving, um, what was standing in the way, heal my body. I had an infection in my uterus that I never would have known about. I had no symptoms other than we weren't able to achieve pregnancy. And um, she was able to help my body heal. And then we were able to conceive naturally twice so far and hopefully many more times in the future. Um, so that is a huge benefit just that we have the doctors to be able to work with Creighton clients um, from the root cause to heal their bodies, which is so useful and beautiful. And then the last thing I would say is on that note, especially for people who are experiencing infertility. Um, infertility generally is defined as um, that you've been trying to conceive for a year or longer and been unable to. And that is like the general terms, but with Creighton, because it's so accurate in identifying when a woman is fertile or infertile, if you have intercourse on a fertile day, you have very high chances of conceiving. And so that timeline, if you are really ready to have a child, you don't have to wait a year to say like, oh my gosh, now it's been a year and now I have to start doing testing to see what, what's going on. But Creighton looks at um, within six months, there's a 98% chance that a couple will become fertile. I mean, sorry, will become pregnant if they have normal fertility, if they don't have any infertility problems. And so if it's been six cycles worth and you haven't conceived and you're using Creighton, you can already start doing testing to see why, why is this happening? What's standing in our way? And how can we start healing so that we can grow our family um, as soon as we desire to? So Creighton has a really high success rate with that, higher than anything else I've ever heard, including IVF and IUI and anything else out there. Um, if a couple is struggling with infertility, trying to get pregnant on their own, and they come to Creighton, and just through charting their cycle, there is a 20 to 40% chance of that couple um, conceiving in that first cycle, just by identifying when they're fertile. And then through the assistance of NAPRO technology, the medical consultants. So like what I did, there's up to an 80% chance of a couple conceiving after experiencing infertility through Creighton. So the success rate is so, so high because the goal is figuring out why are you struggling with infertility? Let's heal that part of your body if possible. And so that you can be able to conceive because the body was made for that. So um, yeah, there's so many gifts, but those are like the top three reasons why I love Creighton and 
advocate for it, especially in those circumstances. Yeah, that has been exactly my experience as well with being in Creighton. Um, I started also about a year before I was married, and I always had signs that I had been ovulating from the point of charting, but there was a lot of other problems that then I found out that I was having progesterone issues at the time. I have endometriosis. All these things unfolded where I thought that I had a perfectly normal, healthy cycle. Mm -hmm. And I've talked about it on the podcast before, but um, through working directly, my um, practitioner was actually one of the nurses at my doctor's office. And so I could take my chart to her and when I was learning and she was like, well, these things aren't looking normal. Let's go ahead and um, get you in to see the doctor um, sooner rather than later because you, you definitely need some help in these areas and it could be pointing to these other issues. Um, so then she was able to advocate directly for me and um, making sure that I was getting that health care that I needed from then my doctor directly to get the tests and everything um, from that point on. And um, yeah, it's just been, it's been such an incredible journey over the four years. And I've really enjoyed learning about myself and getting to learn about my cycle in those ways. And um, up until this point, obviously my husband, well, no, not obviously, but my husband and I have been using um, Creighton to avoid a pregnancy for um, many reasons. One of the main ones being my health and getting that under control And so, I mean, like I said, I have signs of ovulation and it's been perfectly successful for us for the three years, three and a half years that we've been married. Um, So that's been incredible. And when we're ready to um, try to achieve a pregnancy, I'm so grateful that I've had this like journey for so long because I had so many medical health complications that I didn't know about that I've already been able to mend. I've already made lifestyle adjustments, had surgery, kept up on my blood work, medications, things like that. And I just can't imagine where I would be if I had like waited to start on tracking and waited to start on understanding my cycle. Um, I definitely want to be here talking to women about their hormone health and nutrition as a dietitian, but also just in my personal life, it's affected me a lot. And so, um, yeah, that's one of the big reasons I wanted to have you on specifically because Creighton has been so important to me and I just want other people to understand how they can work with their body and support it to be able to have, um, like you said, whatever outcome they want, whether it's to achieve or avoid a pregnancy or just for health reasons. Um, mm-hmm. They've all been beneficial in my personal life. So yeah, I love sharing it too. Um, so if just in case we've convinced anybody to be interested in um, learning about Creighton and maybe starting to track their cycles with Creighton, what do you recommend those next steps are for people, how they get in touch with a practitioner, an APRO doctor, those kind of details that are so important for people's health? Yeah, so the home base place to find practitioners and medical consultants is the official website, which you can go to fertilitycare.org. Fertilitycare.org, right there, as soon as you open the homepage, you can put in your zip code or your city and state and find practitioners nearest to you. Um, Not everyone will be listed on there because you have to be part of an official center to be listed on there. And there are some people that are working independently of centers. So you could also like call a local diocese or um, Google, you know, Google like Creighton practitioner near me and maybe some will come up that wouldn't be on there. But that's like the home base where most of them will be. And then also um, 
on that website, fertilitycare.org, there's a tab for NAPRO technology, and you can click find a medical consultant, and that'll be the list of all of the doctors. And there are family practice doctors and OBs and nurse practitioners, and there's different medical professionals that are trained in NAPRO. Um, so you can just like look at the difference. So I have, for example, um, in my first pregnancy, I had my OB that I was working with for delivery. And then I had my NAPRO doctor who was a gynecologist, not an OB. Um, and so she monitored my pregnancy from the NAPRO side while I worked with the OB, which was very beneficial because I also needed progesterone support throughout my pregnancy. And now I'm working with an OB, NAPRO technology doctor, but he's uh, in a different city than I live in. And he's monitoring my progesterone long distance throughout my pregnancy while I work with my midwife locally. So there's all different options. You can work with someone long distance. You can work with someone locally, but don't let location stop you. I am in Miami, um, Florida, and I work with clients all across the country um, for charting. So you can always work with a practitioner. Social media is such a good way to connect with people. Um, I would say at least 90% of my Creighton clients come through social media. And so um, you can always find people on there through the, the Instagram grapevine. Um, it's a great way to connect with practitioners and any, really any kind of prof professional you're looking for, you can find well on there. But um, there's another resource that I love that is kind of more broad because it en encompasses all of the different fertility awareness-based methods. But there's a website that I always point people to called managingyourfertility.com. Um, and Bridget has started that website and she's an incredible resource for fertility awareness in general. Um, and she has lots of information for people who are just starting, for people who are like, what, um, what method is right for me? And she'll kind of break down all the methods and compare them so you can assess which ones are different, which ones are right for you. But then also like once you choose a method, if you choose Creighton or others, she has a list and a database of practitioners and teachers for the different methods. So that's a good resource, um, good place to go as well. Okay. Well, thank you for that. I will include that also in the show notes so that um, if people didn't write it down, they can refer back to it. Um, so yeah, thank you for sharing those resources. And then one last question, what would you say personally is your favorite thing about um, following fertility awareness and learning about your menstrual cycle and with a Creighton approach or either methods in general? My favorite thing, it it's just, I can't I don't even know what the my most favorite thing is. It's such invaluable information. I think it gives you such a different approach and appreciation to your body and taking care of your body and being aware of your body. Just most people are just unaware of what's happening in their body. And I think it's healing and so healthy for us to have an appreciation for the way that our bodies were designed instead of feeling frustrated by getting a period or feeling frustrated by menstrual cramps or uh, feeling frustrated by something that we might know is off. A lot of women know that something is wrong, but they don't know what and they're told like, it's just PMS or it's just this or it's just that. And I feel like fertility awareness methods like listen to women and like what is going on with you. Let's look at what your body is communicating and let's help your body function properly the way that it was designed to. So I would say maybe that's my favorite thing is that it, it um, honors women 
and helps them with their health. And it also honors women and men by respecting them enough to say like you are capable of learning what's happening in your body and making informed decisions accordingly so you if you are not ready to have a child you don't have to be on birth control because it's the easiest or quote-unquote safest option which I disagree that it's the safest safest option but um you know it's the easiest thing you just pop a pill every day or the IUD is the safest thing because you just put it in and then forget about it but there's so many repercussions to that, and I just feel like it doesn't honor the woman or the man in that, like, you are intelligent and capable, and you can learn how your body's working, and you can make informed decisions based on what your body is communicating with you. Yeah, that's good. Um, so I want to say thank you again um, for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for sharing um, your experience and sharing about the Creighton method so that we can get more people interested and aware of um, what's going on with their fertility and their health as a female. Um, can you tell us where people can find you specifically if they're interested in following you or um, maybe practicing with you or anything like that? Yeah, the best way to connect would be through Instagram and um, my Instagram account name is Melissa Grace Tablada. So um, that's my name, and that's pretty much where you can find me anywhere. So my website, melissagracetablada.com. My email is melissagracetablada at gmail.com. My Instagram handle on YouTube is also melissagracetablada. But Instagram is the place where I'm most active and most communicative. If you send me a message, I will 100% respond. If you're interested in working together, probably email would be the best way to like navigate that. But I would love to connect with anyone interested um, through social media. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who listened and made it to the end of the episode. Um, it's been great talking to you and talking about Creighton. So I hope that this has helped you to be able to make better bites. Have a great day. Um.